Hometown Ghost Stories contains serious and often distressing events and is not intended for all audiences. Listener discretion is advised. Christmas time horror movies are actually in abundance, which is kind of crazy, but they all started with a movie called Black Christmas in 1974, which got remade twice. Are any of them any good? Are they all good? Myself, Dave, and Jesse are going to take a deep dive into every version of Black Christmas. Welcome in, everybody, to this very, very festive edition of Hometown Ghost Stories Horror Movie Reviews, where we're covering not one, not two, but three movies. Going back to the way we kind of started this show when we were doing multiple movies, um, we kind of got away from that for a bit. But there are three versions of Black Christmas. We need to cover all three of them. Otherwise, it's kind of unfair, right? Well, we did that. We did dive into all three of the Evil Dead's somewhat recently, so it's not That's our first true. time doing all three movies. So it's going to be okay. And for those who haven't seen these movies, they will be spoiler filled. So if you haven't seen these movies yet, uh, watch the first one. Yes. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> We're going to spoil all three. So get ready for that. Yeah. All right. So since we have three movies, um, let me just introduce myself, which I am Rob. As always, I'm joined by Dave and Jesse. But we need to get into this because there's so much to go off of. Dave, do you have a synopsis? Synopsi. Synops Christmas for the first movie. Synopsmas. Synopsmas. I like that one. <laughs> Black Christmas, 1974, directed by Bob Clark. As winter break begins, a group of sorority sisters, including Jess and the often inebriated Barb, begin to receive anonymous, lascivious phone calls. Initially, we're going to start calling you Barb, Dave. Barb? Why? Because <laughs> how often you're inebriated. I am never inebriated. <laughs> Oh, Whatever, Barb. Barb. Barb is played by the the late great Margot Kidder. So I mean, yes. to be associated with the likes of her, I, I guess I'm in good company. You are. Initially, but continue, Barb. <clears throat> Initially, Barb eggs the caller on, but stops when he responds threateningly. Soon, Barb's friend Claire goes missing from the sorority house, and a local adolescent girl is murdered, leading the girls to suspect a serial killer is on the loose but no one realizes just how near the culprit is. So everyone, everyone real, thinks that... Real quick, because just because you brought up the director, which okay. was Bob Clark, Bob Clark, do you know what other Christmas movie he directed? What other Christmas movie? Yeah. No. A Christmas Story. Did he really? Yeah. So he's the same like, guy? Same guy. Directed um, Black Christmas and A Christmas Story. Which one was first? Black Christmas was first. Black right? Christmas was first. Yeah, yeah, okay. That's interesting. That is interesting. So, so, I, somebody, I somebody watched this movie and was like, oh, you know what we could use him for? A nice, wholesome Christmas movie. <laughs> I know, I know. That's, he, that's literally the, secret, the sequence, I, how it went. Pretty sure he also directed Porky's. So, real strange career arc for this director. Hey, yeah, I like it. Well-versed. Yeah. So, another, I, I'm going to hit you with another fun Bob Clark fact. And I'm just going to actually read you a brief clip from an interview with Bob Clark. And the reason I'm going to read this is because everyone thinks that Halloween was the original slasher movie. It was not. Um, Black Christmas is. 
But this is an interview with Bob Clark. So he said, I never intended to do a sequel to Black Christmas. I did a film about three years later, started with a film with John Carpenter. It was his first film for Warner Brothers. He asked me if I was ever going to do a sequel, and I said no. I was through with horror. I didn't come into the business just to do horror, he said. Well, what would you do if I did a sequel? I said it would be the next year, and the guy would have actually been caught, escaped from a mental institution, go back to the house, and they would start all over again, and I would call it Halloween. <laughs> so, four years later, <laughs> Halloween <laughs> comes out, directed by John Carpenter, who had this conversation with Bob Clark, although there was never like an issue. And, and Bob Clark said that he doesn't believe that John Carpenter actually took the idea from him. And it was just a completely different movie. But I thought that that was a very interesting fact and has nothing to do with the movie we're talking about. So we can get back to that. But I don't know if you guys had heard about that. I thought it was interesting. No, that but you do, bring, you do bring up a great point of people saying that Halloween's the original slasher, where I think Texas Chainsaw Massacre came out in October of 1974. And Black Christmas came out in December of 1974. So if we're really, I, I mean, I guess technically the original, original slasher could be Psycho. But if we're going like slashers as we know them, Black Christmas, Texas Chainsaw Massacre yeah, are, are the OGs. Yeah, it's. I don't consider Psycho, Psycho doesn't fit in there because there's no Scream Queen. You know what I mean? There's no, you know, there's no. The slashers, they're they're going after like the young the young girls. You know what I mean? They're that's you know, your Janet Lee, a scream queen. No. All right. Well, is she is she widely regarded? I mean, that's the first the original the original scream queens were the Black Christmas, and I mean, I, everyone considers first of all Jamie Lee Curtis to be like the OG scream queen. So yeah, well, Janet Lee's her mother that was the blonde in Psycho. That's okay. There, and she's kind of some consider her the original screen queen, but it's just it, it consider... doesn't it doesn't matter what we say. Somebody will rip it apart. Be like, no, the original <laughs> screen queen was a 1943 silent film. Yeah, you're gonna get people are gonna disagree. There are only ten people saw it, but it doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> so let's get into the movie real quick. Let, let, let me hop into right. this first because I believe I was the last to see any of these. I went into this movie with the with the notion that these were going to be the worst movies I've ever seen in my life. Just because of the way that you guys had prepped me for this, the way that you guys had described the most recent Black Christmas, which obviously we'll get into in a little bit. So I was like, all right, all of these are going to be terrible. I hate Rob. He's making me do this. I'm going to have to watch these movies. <laughs> okay, whatever. Let me start with the first one. Started watching the first one. And about 10 minutes in the movie, I'm like, this isn't this isn't a bad start, so this movie must get really bad really fast. And it did it, and it kept getting better. And I enjoyed it <laughs> from start to finish. And I was kind of like, wait, what the fuck? I like this movie. This is strange. I didn't realize that the first Black Christmas was actually a solid movie. Mm, and classic. then I started looking up, you know, uh, what people are saying about it. It's score on Rotten Tomatoes, score on IMDb, and I'm like, it actually gets good ready. I, I didn't realize I was going into this where there was at least one pretty damn good movie. And, the, and, and I thoroughly enjoyed the original, uh, the original black Christmas. And I would say that it is a, uh, you know, obviously you guys say it might be the first slasher and it, and it was definitely a, uh, a slasher classic. I, I, I thought it was, I thought it was good. It was creepy. The phone calls were a little over the top creepy, but they were, it was, it was great. The whole thing yeah. was great. It was, it was just a good movie. I mean, I, I will say there, there are definitely flaws with the movie, 
And the way it started out, I had no idea if that it was a frat house because a few of the actresses were like way too old to be college girls. It's <laughs> one, like, one of my notes. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, wait, what? Oh, oh, this is a frat house. I thought it was just an sorority. adult. It's called a sorority. sorority. Yeah, yeah, sorry. Yeah. Uh, so I'm sorority about that. Uh, but the, the <laughs> that wasn't good. Anyways, the uh, <laughs> I thought it was just an adult Christmas party and, and apparently not, but um, Oh man, it, it was it was good. I enjoyed it. Yeah. To be fair, Rob and I never said that we didn't like the original Black Christmas. Yeah, right. we we've only told you about the most recent one. Like you said, we'll get into. My first two notes are one of them. I'm just putting a quote of when they get one of the first calls. It just there's this accent used by one of the girls that just really doesn't come up again, and they just go, "Hey, quiet! It's him again, the Mona." And I just like, for some reason, that line just killed me. I was just like on my couch dying. And then my next, um, my it's next, the Mona. It's the Mona. <laughs> Don't go uh, burying the Mona in the pet cemetery. You know, oh, his Mona. He's doing a little bit of moaning on the phone right now. You don't want to answer that, that phone. Uh, <laughs> my my next note was everyone's sixty. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but what's funny is. Um, my high school posted the the graduating class of like 1960 something or 1950 a couple months ago. And I don't know if I showed you guys this, but literally everyone that was like 17, 18, 19 in this photo, they all look like they were 60. Yeah. I was like, why did it's everyone look so with old like, back yeah, then? Yeah, no, that was just, I, I, it must have been like the way they dressed or something. But even like older athletes, like you're, you're watching footage of like NFL players when they were like 22 years old and they look like a 55 year old running down the field. You're like, why is, why is that football player wearing a three piece suit? It's just, that's just how they were at that time. They just looked old. It was the haircuts. It was the way they dressed. It was, I don't know they, they all had mustaches in the seventies. Olivia, Olivia Hussey and Margot Kidder looked great in this movie. I will say. Yeah. Um, so Maybe another, not another, like college students, but right, right, but yeah, they played Barb and Jess in the movie, and yeah, they look fine. Yeah, they look fine. Margaret, like you said, Margaret Kidder, you know, legend, Lois Lane in the original Superman movies, Amityville like, Horror, Amityville Horror, like she did a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, crazy. So we we talk about this being one of the original slasher movies, and it sets up a lot of tropes that go forward in horror. But the one thing that it does differently than a lot of horror movies is the the killer is very vocal. And we deal a lot with like these silent killers, your Michael Myers, your Jason Voorhees, right? Like they, they use silence as like this scare tactic. But this came out in a time where we had a lot of movies where people were calling from within the house, right? Like that's a famous line in multiple movies like the calls. Calls. Yeah, the calls are coming from within the house. Like, you get that in this one, too. Mm-hmm. But half of the reason this guy's scary is everything that he says. He's terrifying. Like, the squealing, it just, it's its a terrifying audio listening. Like, you kind of cringe when they get the call. You don't want to hear it. You're like, ugh, I don't want to hear any more of these calls. Yeah, so. there's a few phone calls where he's, it's the sound of him killing someone while they're on the phone. Right. To a point where, like, like they're like, 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 how do you not realize what's going on the on the other side? Like, they're they're hearing someone like, "Help me! I'm dying! He's choking me and stabbing me in the eye right now." <laughs> oh, Another thing that makes this a weird killer, phone call. 
Yeah, exactly. Uh, another thing that makes this killer so scary and what sets him apart from other killers that you see in other movies is he has no discernible motive. And he isn't right. given a tragic backstory or origins of any kind. Instead, he's just a run-of-the-mill psycho on the loose, which gives it this level of um, mystery. And yep. you, you, if you don't know why it's happening, it's scarier because you don't understand it. So it's. I thought that there were just those were like a lot of interesting, unique things in this horror movie at this time that you don't see, and you really, I, I, you really haven't seen it since. Yeah, it's it's a great point because I even myself went back after rewatching this um, in the last few days, and I'm like, did I miss anything with this killer? Did they give any clue as to who he is? Like, and I was trying to figure out if I missed something in the movie. I didn't think I did. The only thing that I saw that they say that might have something to do with them is there's like specific items surrounding him in the attic so they think he might have lived in the house and we see this in future in a future movie but they it but it's not said in this movie like it's there it could just be stuff that was there right like mm. it, it doesn't it doesn't matter um just going back to the phones real quick something else i found hilarious them tracing the phone call killed me every time they showed it oh dude i was losing it was like, losing like it this guy's time. running like through a warehouse like ah, 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 where does it go where i know it's a different time but like this, it's just this was probably the technology but it's yeah. just uh, us on the other end we're like this just seems so silly like, it's he's... so funny <laughs> yeah. i was watching i was like is this how they have is this how they do it or did, i know that's probably not how they do it now it's how they is this how they did it back then yeah it, it just it must it have been. it must have had some sort of actual truth to basis it. and reality yeah yeah it's just funny to watch like now like i mean it just it killed you me you have like, to keep him on the phone for 17 minutes <laughs> i have to run so far i have to run a, an olympic size track five keep times him talking phil keep him talking yeah. <laughs> and the funniest thing is it's just going right back to the same circuit so why is it going so far right like if it's <laughs> <laughs> this is one of those conversations where we don't know how it really works, but the, the scene was overly hectic and it just it just seemed like too much. It was like the the three stooges plumbing. Like it was just, just things going <laughs> yeah. everywhere. And yeah. It was tense. Yes. So that that was some of the stuff that I found um funny about it. Like, but otherwise I do think it was a mostly scary movie. Like the the killer is terrifying. The suspense is built up real well. Um I mean, it's just for being one of the original slashers, I think they knocked it out of the park. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, this is a great so. movie. And I think part of what made it so great was the fact that you never found out who the killer was. Yeah. They left you hanging with that cliffhanger. And it was just such a, just such an unsettling ending. It was mm-hmm. like, it was really just like a, the way that you, that, or at least the way that I want a horror movie to leave me, just not, not necessarily confused, but like, oh, like, unsettled and disturbed you know and it was kind of uh i liked i liked how they did that because it gives it gives the it gives the whole movie like the whole story like a, a level of mystery it was unsettling it was it was solid the fact that they he left bodies in the rooms and it was strategic to a point where like they don't go and check on them because they think they must have left or they just don't happen to see this body in a certain place for a certain period of time it was just everything was kind of eerie like there are dead bodies in this house and they just aren't finding them yet they don't even know what's going on and it was mm-hmm. like, how long can these killings go on for where they don't even realize it's happening within their own house? It, it was yeah. an interesting spin on the entire plot. And it, it was it was really well done. It was it was scary. It was 
very, very stressful, tense, and it was just just a good all around movie. I, I really enjoyed this. My good. my other moving yeah. forward things are going to change. Go you're ahead. Making it, you're making it seem like you're done. Like you're you're <laughs> at, you're putting a period after every word. So I was trying mm-hmm. to trying to just like not have an uncomfortable silence. Speaking of uncomfortable, you know what's really uncomfortable? Christmas carolers. Like I noticed that in this movie. Like I thought you were about weird... to break into a live read for an ad. <laughs> <laughs> it's really uncomfortable. Bad mattresses. <laughs> um. Yeah. Like, dude. Rob, have you ever experienced? Not to take your 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 point here, but have you ever like had carolers sing to you? No, I think I did it like in middle school. Like I right, was right. a caroler, yeah. like for the middle so you, school. You've never been on the other end of it. No, but I don't want to be because, like, what do you yeah. do? Like, I don't want to. I don't. Wanna, I don't, I don't... <laughs> you have no idea what to do. The only thing to do at this point in life is like take out your camera because that just reduces the awkwardness and just start filming. You just stand there like a fucking idiot, dude. You just... <laughs> I know. I don't want it. Please don't ever come to. <laughs> what, what else are you supposed I can to picture do? Rob just shutting the door in the face of a whole bunch I of probably would. I probably would. Because like I don't want to deal with it. Should. There's nothing you could do. You just stand there. You're like, you don't know where to put your hands. It's like, bro, the Chargers <laughs> like, oh, are playing the Raiders well. right now. You think I want to do this? No. Like, <laughs> Jesse's doing a lot of visual I have, jokes. I have is- no idea what to do when get. Yeah, it's 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 very awkward. Yeah, because like, because they do this whole mashup scene where there's Christmas carolers, and he's and he's killing, um, one of the main pr- protagonists in the movie, and I'm like doing this back and forth mashup. I'm like, the Christmas carolers are more weird, because I just, <laughs> I think I'd rather be getting stabbed with this unicorn. <laughs> <laughs> then listening the only, to these Christmas the only carolers. thing to do as an observer of carolers is either start stabbing or start getting stabbed other than that it's gonna be really awkward for everyone uh, like dude like please like sorry guys like if you have great singing voice and you're in a carol band, no that's fine whatever. if you're if you're the caroler all the power to you but just, yeah, just know the position, my house. just know the position that you're putting people in because they don't know what to do with their hands <laughs> and I don't want you at my house, so don't no. please skip by me, like yep. please. No, so invite them into the house. You <laughs> come on in. No, but like, like how long? Take a shower. Just sing in the bathroom. Do I have to listen to your whole rendition of a song? Like, uh-huh. how many songs do I have to listen to? Like, do I don't I even want to. Yeah, like I don't know. Like, I don't want to do this. Okay, so here's here's the difference. I love <laughs> mariachi bands. If there's a mariachi band making its way around like a Mexican restaurant or like we've had we've had them follow us around in Tijuana, I will I will pay them all of whatever money I have to continue to follow me around and continue to play those awesome songs because mariachi bands are fucking awesome. I love every second of it. We, we had we had San Antonio. San Antonio. Yep. We spent they were expensive, but we didn't yeah. care. We there was like them. yeah, there, there's twenty bucks a song. I spent like, all yeah. of my spending money the first night on the mariachi band. Anyways, <laughs> that's awesome. But that's because you could just keep eating and drinking and, and, and it's fine. When when Christmas carolers show up, you don't know what to do. We need to move on. Just to close out the point on the mariachi band. Like, if you tell me I'm paying 20 bucks a song, I'm not thinking about mariachi music. <laughs> it's not where my brain goes. <laughs> oh, man. I Sorry I put us off on that tangent. But uh, yeah, that's like as I was watching the movie, I'm like, please, I'd never want to experience this. I'd rather be murdered. 
Um, so we should give scores on this one because I think we went longer than we were gonna go on. Yeah, for sure. On the but, original, but, but on your point, I if this were a deal on the table, I would murder Christmas carolers for in exchange for mariachi songs. All right. So Good that's a bargaining chip. So for all those mariachi bands out there, take note. Anyways, uh, ratings. I give this one a four point seven. Love this movie. Mm. Thought it's an absolute classic. The way it set the tone for other slashers. Uh, it was it was a great movie. Loved it. Nice. I was gonna give it a four or five. I'll stick with that. Um, it's really good movie. It's it's not too long. It doesn't outstay its welcome. Everything is brutal. The killer's good. Everything sets up well. Characters are good. Everyone's a hundred. There's Christmas carolers. Four point five. <laughs> I also had it at 4.5, so that's, yeah, for, for a lot of the same reasons that we said, and um, yeah, it was just a, without being redundant, yeah, it was a, it was a really good classic movie. Alright, do you want to ask with the synopsis for uh, <laughs> the 2006 one? Yes, directed by Susan Davis, the holiday season turns deadly for a group of sorority sisters who are stranded at their campus house during a snowstorm. These co-eds better watch out for a vicious killer is on the loose and he will not care if they are naughty or nice. All right, All right. so I, I already, I'm, have, I'm I already gonna, have a problem. I'm going to jump in on this real quick. All right, go ahead. I hope Just it's not because my point. My point's great, but you it's go. Not, it, it cannot be your point. So right. I texted, I think, Dave like a week ago because I saw this movie when it came out in 2006 and I haven't seen it since. And I thought I remembered it being fine. Like, Can I cut in? You didn't like this movie. I know oh, you I didn't. Did. I know you didn't like this movie. Oh, really? Yeah. When you said you liked this, I'm thinking, no, you didn't. No, you didn't. Because you told me go, after... before you guys go too deep into this. I have an immediate issue. Okay. With the synopsis. All right. They said there was a snowstorm that kept them in the house. There was not a lot of snow. <laughs> I don't know if you guys paid attention <laughs> to this, but when they dialed nine one one, and I know well, this is kind of in the middle of the movie, when they dialed nine one one because they realized what was going on in the house. 911 was like, it's a two hour wait because there's a snowstorm. And I'm yeah. looking at the snow that's just daintily falling <laughs> outside all majestically. And they go to and, and they go to scrape the windshield, and there's just a tiny bit of snow on the like this is no snowstorm. This isn't gonna stop a 911 call from a murder. And by the way, <laughs> even if they're flooded with 911 calls, right? Even if they're flooded with everyone calling because their power is out and people calling because a serial killer doesn't take fucking precedence. Yeah. <laughs> Which one are they going to prioritize? They're going to yeah. be like, oh yeah, someone is murdering everyone in this house. We're going to go there first, but yeah. two, hour, two hour wait because there's an inch and a half of snow. On the Can you tell we're from Massachusetts? Yeah. Anyways, sorry. Uh, Carry on. I like that your point was the the movie. Your point was the entire movie. So I have a quick point. Here's the whole movie. <laughs> that's, but that's really, what it I, just that's it, what it I just, do. It just boiled down to the amount of snow that was on the ground. That was my real problem. Um, there's some problems. So why did you say that I didn't like? I mean, I don't like this movie too much. Oh, but... you don't like this movie because what? of the reason Rob, that you. you just... <laughs> why did you say I don't like this movie? I don't like this movie because I couldn't remember. Yeah, I slept on your like couch. It. Everyone relax. He wants to know why I decided that he didn't like this movie before yeah. he told me he didn't like the movie, yeah. despite him saying that he did like the movie. It's because this movie was a remake of the original, but they added in killer origins and motives, which were the two best things about the original movie that made it great. And the two things that Rob fucking hates about remakes is when they 
give you the stupid origin story that nobody asked for. That's why yeah. you didn't like this movie. Especially when you're correct. Part of it. Strange and unnecessary. Part of it. Stra- I'm sorry, strange and unnecessary. Like the, the backstory of this was really weird. Yeah. The, the, so that's a big part. The other thing is this movie is the epitome of a mid 2000s horror movie. Yeah. Oh, like God. this this movie, like if there is ever a time capsule horror movie, like to to absolutely tell you what movie came out in 2000 three to 2008 this black xmas from 2006 is it yeah. now it's i will say it's watchable and we'll get into the scores like i think it's a watchable movie but i don't particularly like it and i do have some notes that even kick off right in the beginning all right so we have this opening scene where they're in the mental asylum which like you said dave we're giving a backstory we're saying who billy actually is like all we got was the name Billy in the first one. Now we're going into a whole he's in a mental asylum, blah, blah, blah. Come on, cut the shit. Like like you said, the, the original movie was terrifying because we didn't know. So they're in the mental asylum. They do this whole milk carton thing, mm. which would never happen. First of all, Santa stupid. Claus. Santa Claus walks in because he's lost. Also, so all of this is dumb. More like Everything Santa Claus. Everything I've laid out is stupid. There is a security guard sitting at the end of the hall Wait, with Rob. his chair facing towards the door. Did you He's hear my joke? Facing towards the door that the Santa Claus walked in. It Santa doesn't Claus. say anything to him until he gets to the end of the hallway and starts talking to the other guard. And it's like, dude, why wouldn't you stop him immediately? He's in the psychiatric ward. What are we doing? Just please refer to him. As Santa Claus going forward. Jesse, if you ever interrupt one of my rants like that, I will fucking murder you. <laughs> but he didn't acknowledge I said Santa Claus. I will fucking murder you if you ever do that to me. <laughs> oh, my God. It's just like, and that's the epitome of this movie. Like, they're just doing shit to do it. They're literally just doing shit to do it. Like, it's like, none of this makes sense. Like, at all. You, and, and you're giving this killer a candy cane? And this thing? <laughs> Like something that you could definitely turn into a sharp object. We're giving like this psychotic person. Oh, and then he puts the little hole and the guard just opens the door to see where he is. Like this entire 14 seconds is the dumbest shit of all time. I can't wait to talk about 2019. Like this is your rant for 2006. (laughs) This is the biggest, like I have one note on this movie and it's just meh. (laughs) (laughs) And why does he have yellow skin? (laughs) What are we doing? Why is this Sin City all of a sudden? Oh, great reference. Like, why Why is that a thing for this character? Jesus Christ. I'm just mad. I'm not yelling just at this movie. I'm yelling at the year 2006. Because this is what every horror movie did in 2006. Except for the descent. Oh, my God. It was just so unbelievable. Like, that you go through this and you do this, but... At least this movie did have gore. It had some half decent kills. Some were stupid. Um, yeah, it was a little like almost over the top. Where I'm like, oh, this is cool. So you get like a little bit more of like the the gore than than the first movie. The kills were pretty brutal. They're like eating eyeballs all the time. They mm-hmm. ate so many eyeballs. They loved eyeballs in this movie. They're hanging them on Christmas trees. They're just gobbling up eyeballs, and it was pretty gross. And I was like. I like this. This that's actually pretty cool. That's probably what saved this movie honestly was 
was the extensive kills and gore and the excessive use of plastic bags and stuff mm. and it, it was it was all right so i watched this movie and i was like this must be the bad one so like, yeah <laughs> this is a bad movie i'm watching I'm like yeah this is bad but uh, but i was i was watching it i kind of enjoyed a lot of this movie it, it wasn't the worst movie i've ever seen which we'll get into later <laughs> but the uh it was i i, I was like it's is there was so much wrong with this movie there were so many massive plot holes there was like plot grand canyons in this movie like like so many so many things i'm like i guess that's gonna make sense if you wanted to <laughs> it just yeah there was a lot of problems with this movie and the ending dragged on it was really stupid dave i'll let you jump into it before we dive into the ending because the ending was 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 a wild ride um, I don't have much to add on this one. I like I like that they incorporated some gore in it. It was um, it was kind of a fun movie. I had I mean it was we already talked about the plot holes. I won't I won't you know go crazy on that. But you know it was kind of fun. It was a fun movie. I didn't I don't need the origin story. I didn't I really liked that the first movie didn't have you didn't know who the killer was. You never figured it out really. Uh, I thought that was a really strong point for that movie. And this movie kind of just took everything that was great about the first one and ruined it the way that so many sequels do in that fashion. So that was my main problem with the movie. But I mean, as a whole, looking at this movie, uh, I didn't hate it. It was just okay. It was just meh. That was my, that was my note for the movie. It was just all right. Yeah. Very and, mediocre. And how do you not do the easiest thing in the world to make this movie a little bit better? And you make it a guessing game of which of the sorority sisters is actually Billy's sister. If you're going to go this whole route, right? Right. He has a sister that no one knows where she is. How is she not one of the sorority sisters? Like that's helping him from within the house. Mm. Right? Like how easy is that? And it makes sense. Like, oh my God. Just, I mean, there's some good acting performances that are fine. Young Katie Cassidy, you know, before she started doing other stuff like Arrow. She's good. Michelle Trachtenberg, who... I thought was going to be bigger. Um, you know, she still does stuff, but I thought she was on the trajectory to, to really like, she, she just, I thought she, she was going to blow up more than she did, but you know, she's still active. Um, yeah. The, the acting performances weren't terrible by any means. I thought most of the women were fine. It was the men that were the problem. Like, the, the, Oh, the, the one scene, I mean, the boy, I, it, this is all writing, so you can't fully blame them. But in this movie, in the first movie that that he was actually I thought the boyfriend was was pretty much okay in the first one. Uh the second one really really bad and uh there was just one one scene in particular where he's like I'm through with you bitches. <laughs> it was like yeah. nobody nobody talks like this. <laughs> it was really poorly written and I don't I, how else does he do that line? I mean that's his line. So that it was just like it was like really yeah, that was bad writing. Yeah, bad writing. You yeah. bitches. That's what I say at the end of every podcast now. I'm oh. through with you bitches. <laughs> um, so my other my other notes are just predictable. Uh, perfect example of a mid two thousand slasher, and they just missed that the two killers are alive. Like this not just so, one of them. This is one of the gaping plot holes. So both? I, want, I, I do want to dive into the ending because the ending was was whack. Both, both, both are alive. Both of them. No, they, one. They, this means both. 
they carted out two alive people who two. weren't even that badly. One of them was was pretty injured. He was burnt up, right? This is the fire. Half it, he was like kind of had the two face thing going on. Maybe he was on. yellow. Who knows? Who knows? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so he was a little crispy, but whatever. So, but they carted out two alive bodies, who, by the way, were the murderers. Yeah. Send them off for the morgue. It, it, yeah. Dude, yeah, that's one of the gaping plot holes. It, it and the ending, was, the, ending, the ending was was just over dramatized. Way too much Christmas going on. Like I get it, that's the theme. It's Black Christmas, but they okay. So they mounted one of the heads on the Christmas tree as like the the Christmas the star, right? The star of your Christmas tree. It was a head. That's fine. One quick shot of it was okay. I'm like, oh, nice. There's a head on top. Cool. There was eyeballs as like ornaments and dead bodies all around and just a whole christmas theme in the attic right there's like a big fight going on which by the way was absolutely awful there was one point where one <laughs> one of these women was like halfway through the floor and she's just sitting there uh and it, actually before that was even worse because they're looking around by the way they've seen like 14 dead bodies up to this point but at this point in the attic they have a 2v1 situation where they can just beat up this killer right the uh, other one had to just get into his war zone rant yeah, yeah. So there's a two v one. You can clutch this right now. <laughs> Anyways, they could immediately start kicking this this person, this killer's ass. Right? No problem. You you have her outnumbered, or I don't remember if it was a girl or the guy. I think the guy had like fall. No, the girl had fallen down. No, he like plopped out of like a fucking prison or something at randomly. Oh, like. so stupid, so stupid, so stupid. But anyways, <laughs> let's talk about the two v one. So at that point, they take this time to all of a sudden be absolutely shocked and appalled by dead bodies. Yeah, you've seen so many dead bodies up until this point why is it they're like ah! <laughs> ah! and it's like meanwhile the chick is like recovering and like getting ready to fight again it's like dude fight now stretching fight right now but instead you're just like all oh, of a sudden oh my goodness i can't and it's just they're just they're just tumbling around the room like toddlers having a temper tantrum over the getting the wrong cereal in the morning or something. And they just, they can't even get themselves together to, to, to save their own lives. Then you have one of them that's sticking through the, the fucking attic floor. <laughs> and they're, they're trying to save her. The other one tries to save her. Like she's about to fall off a cliff, right? Like, 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 like this is the end of her. If she falls six feet to the next floor and she's like, no, and she falls through and dude, from, from, the ceiling to the floor, maximum eight feet, maximum eight feet, lands on her feet because she was landing feet first and gets knocked clean out. Yeah. She gets knocked the fuck out. <laughs> How? <laughs> How? The worst the worst injury that could have ever happened from this was maybe she hurt her ankle. Santa Claude. What? Sa <laughs> what the fuck does that mean? <laughs> Anyways, the, the worst injury that could have happened was maybe she rolled her ankle because she's falling from here to here. It was not. A, she just knocked clean out. And she, the other one's like mourning her like she's dead. Like, dude, she's going to be fucking fine. You're the one that needs to worry. There's a killer still in the attic with you who you refuse to fight. Dude, this was. So, and, and, OK, and the, and the biggest problem was they keep they keep cutting back to the head on top of the tree. I don't know if you guys noticed, but there was like 14 cutaways where there's this big fucking fight going on where people are falling and getting knocked out and shit. And, and they keep just cutting back to remember how, how creepy this is. They keep cutting back to this head on the top of the tree. It was so, it was so stupid. And like the, by the, like the sixth time they did, I'm like, why do you keep showing this? We know it's there. We understand you put a fucking head on top of the tree instead of a star. Uh, oh God. What chaos. 
I just I just wanted to interrupt your rant like you interrupted mine, but I couldn't remember exactly what you said. So I <laughs> it wasn't it wasn't whatever you said. Santa Claus. Ah, Santa Claus. He was lost. <laughs> He's Robert, Santa Claus. Jesse just goes, what? <laughs> I completely forgot that I interrupted you, and I, I do apologize for that. But... <laughs> oh man, that's all. <laughs> so, yeah. All right, let's let's give some scores for this. Uh, two point two for me. Yeah. Yep. I'll give it a two. I also had it at two point two. It's a it's watchable. It is watchable. You're gonna, you're gonna yell. You're gonna you're gonna say things to the TV, but don't expect it to make much sense. But it's, <laughs> it's I, I I enjoyed it actually. So I, I could have given it a higher score, but as a uh yeah as an overall movie, it just uh it had it's, too many too many. It's homes. a it's a gory Christmas movie. So if you want to watch a gory Christmas movie and not have to worry about a plot, following along with a plot, just don't Listen, bother. The, the gore saved this movie. Yeah. This would be a great movie to watch with friends. Like this would have been a better one to watch all together and just like make fun of it as we watch it. That, we wouldn't have been able to review it. We wouldn't have remembered it. We were just yeah, we we laughed at it. The well, whole I'm time. just saying in general. <laughs> yeah. Like that's, that's probably that. the way to watch this movie. So like you can watch it, like don't go out of your way. But if you're just looking for like, a, like you said, a quick horror Christmas movie, it's a, basically a tight 90 minutes. Don't expect it to make sense. It won't. Expect to get a little Santa Claus while watching it. <laughs> and uh, you'll be good to go. Go yeah. right to your Santa Claus. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever the fuck that is. All right, let's move on. Hey guys, so listen up. That's it for this review. We did review the 2019 version. That one is available as a Patreon exclusive. So go check that out on Patreon. The audio version is available. For everybody else, thank you for tuning in. And we'll catch you on Tuesday with another brand new episode of Hometown Ghost Stories. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas.